0: I'm Pastor Jack King, I am your host and uh, well, it's exciting' to spend an hour with you on a Sunday morning talking about the Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, as I say, a show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant alive and well, and uh, show number one thousand and seventy three today we've been doing this for a while and as I say, our theme, our topic, whatever you may want to call it, is the church. And uh, how these things, uh, as we call life, affect you and I, if you are indeed a part of the church, I confess that I am, because I confess that I am a believer in Father God and His precious Son, Jesus Christ. And I do believe that the Holy Spirit is very much alive and active in these days in his glorious church. Now, we have a few rules on this show. We don't talk sports, politics, doctrine, and we always speak well of one another. And that has served me very, very well over all these years. Now, if you want to contact me, you can call me at area code 850 567 Now, I look at things this way. God is in control. Sometimes we look at things and we go, God, what's going on down here? (laughs) See, here's the thing. I've been doing a uh, daily broadcast as long as I've been doing the talk show. Actually, longer. Uh, That was the first broadcast that I started, and I did about two years of it, and then I decided to start sending it to uh, other stations, and when I did that, I started the numbering all over again. So the numbers for the talk show and the daily broadcast are pretty much the same, but like I say, the broadcast, the daily broadcast has been around a lot longer. But here's the thing I want to tell you, is that if you listen to my daily broadcast, you won't hear dates, times, places. You won't hear the names of politicians or anything else because I don't need to. Because the truth of the matter is, is that in this world there is trouble, there has been trouble, And there will continue to be trouble. And so if you listen to one of my broadcasts from say 15 years ago, you'll think that I'm talking about the trouble of today. But uh, I'm just talking about trouble. And the thing is, is the scripture tells us that perilous times will come. And we thought to ourselves, well they've already come. We're, we've lived perilous times, and we have. This old world has been uh, racked with war, and as the scripture says, rumors of war, all kinds of uh, deceitfulness. And I mean, it's been going on since the beginning of mankind because the Word of God says, the heart of man is deceitfully wicked. And so, you open up the newspaper if indeed you read a newspaper uh, anymore or you go to your internet and you begin to read the, the news and the headlines of the day and we begin to scratch our heads and we begin to say, oh my goodness, we're all going to perish. Because sometimes it just looks really, really troubling. But the thing is, is that it- God has ordained his church and uh, we read about this in the 16th chapter of Matthew How that upon this rock I will build my church and I love this part the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church but we look around And we say, where is the church? What is the influence of the church in modern day society? Where is the the voice of the church that would ring out across all of the trouble and that people would listen and people's lives would be altered? as they would hear the word proclaimed. Well, if you read the scripture in Second Timothy chapter three, those first few verses where the apostle Paul tells us about the perilous times, here are some of the things that he says that we can look forward to. And that really is my point of the broadcast today is it we're gonna look ahead as believers, people who are followers of Jesus Christ. We are part of the church, we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior. So we read the scripture and we say, Okay, what is this thing that the Apostle Paul refers to as Times. And here's the list. There's seven on this list. He said in the perilous times, people will be lovers of self. People will be coveting things. People will be boasters. People will be blasphemers. People will be disobedient to their parents. People will be unthankful. And just to add a little more to it, they will be unholy. Now, like I said, if I had read this list to you 15 years ago, you would agree that that's, that's where we are. <laughs> we're, we're right there. All of those things hairless times, unholy, blasphemers, boasters, coveting everything, lovers of self, we'd have said the same thing 15, 20 years ago. And most saints who are sincere about their faith and uh, the life that they live before God would be concerned. And yes, we should be concerned. Now, you ask me so, Pastor King, do you think that things are worse now than they were 15 years ago? I would say this, that the devil is constantly working his objectives. You remember what the scripture tells us, that the enemy or the thief, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy Well, you see, what you see all around you is the collective work. I mean, he doesn't take a day off. The devil never takes a day off. Every day he's plotting and deceiving and scheming and conniving to destroy the church because he knows how powerful the church is. When the church is all that God would have it to be, but you see, this has to do with the people who populates the church. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the power of God, but you've heard the old expression that uh, somebody was asleep at the switch. <laughs> they were just they just weren't aware. They just weren't. Up on it, and uh, the accident happened because somebody dozed off, and that's what I feel sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I think we just we just doze off, and we're not aware of spiritual things that's going on around us. In the aspect of the enemy, is at work. He comes and he roars at us. He's And he's constantly intimidating the church and wanting us to feel weak and helpless. But the truth is, we're not weak and helpless. But the scripture says that we are mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. But church, hold on, because there's more to come. I mean, in the last days, this is what it says, in the last days, perilous times will come. I talked about this last week here on the talk show, about just preparing ourselves and, and being aware. You've, you've heard uh, in, the, in the last few years uh, the thought that says, uh, well, uh, normal When is normal coming back? (laughs) Well, the thing is, is that I can't guarantee you that normal will ever come back, and I'm not sure exactly what normal is, because the devil has not changed. He's still a thief and a liar, and he will be next year and the year after that until that time when he is ultimately defeated. And church, that is our future. See, we have a blessed hope because Scripture tells us that he who is with us is stronger than he who is against us. And I am here to tell you and to proclaim this day that he is against us. He is out to destroy the church, he's out to defame the church. He's out to, to bloody us up and make us look just as bad as he possibly can. And then you hear it in the media. They talk about all those people. They have all those little pet names for us. <laughs> and uh, what amazes me is it? I haven't really changed much in my lifetime as far as my, my beliefs and uh, the things that I've, I follow after. And uh, I've been this way all my life. But all of a sudden, I'm a radical. <laughs> I just found that be to be amazing. The same person that's lived his life over all of these years Scripture talks about, just, just living your life, being kind and, and uh, uh, caring for people, trying to stay out of trouble, all of these things, just live your life. You do this all your life, and then all of a sudden, the enemy is able to take everything and twist it around and say, oh, look at you radicals, you, you people who are on the uh, out of the norm. You're you're not normal. (laughs) Well, see, that's, that's how the enemy works because he's a thief and a liar and he can take things and twist it. And all of a sudden, these same people that just lived our lives, just trying to serve God, take care of our families, all of a sudden, we're the ones that's out of the norm. But I'm here to tell you, if you are a believer in Christ Jesus, you are on the best path that you could possibly be on. And the quality of life is yours to be had because of him whom you serve, in him whom you follow. But as I said, there are things to come. And uh, I know you've heard this old expression. This is, this is a, I took a look at the End of the book, and guess what? We win. Because in the book of Revelation, it tells us all about it. It tells us about hard times to come, difficult things to come. But it tells us about the victory, the ultimate victory of the church, and how that uh, when it's all said and done, we're going to prevail. And uh, well, the thing is, Scripture tells us about some exciting things that we had to look forward to as the church. And uh, as it all comes to an end, see, I don't know whether the Lord will allow me to stay on this earth to experience some of the things that's going to happen as God begins to wrap this thing up, what well, we call the Church Age, and when God begins to to make His arrangements to bring His bride home, whoo! I'm telling you, that's gonna be exciting, and I just look forward to it It'll all happening. Listen to the Kingsman oh, here. next All oh, the Kingsmen are so honored to be here with you tonight. That's the Kingsman. He says, any moment he might just split the eastern sky. Now, for those of you who are listening to this on the podcast and you didn't hear the song, it's uh, by the Kingsman. It's called The Next Cloud. If you want to look it up and listen to it because it relates to what we're talking about today, this is the. uh, Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am here on a Sunday morning at 8 o'clock from 8 to 9 on 94.1 here in the Tallahassee area. It's Wave 94, and I'm just excited to be here. And I love to proclaim the Word of God through talk. Right, of course, on the Saturday nights here on 94.1, we do the music show, which is called the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. And it's a full hour of great southern gospel music, and I invite you to tune in to that as well, seven o'clock, 94.1, on your radio dial. And then I do the daily broadcast, which is the gospel on the radio broadcast. It comes on at 11 o'clock, Monday through Friday here to. Again, it's the teaching of the Word of God. It's a, it's a short uh, teaching, but uh, it goes all over the world. And I've been getting some uh, very interesting emails here of late from around the world. And uh, I've enjoyed them because it tells me that people are tuned in and they're hearing the Word of God. And there's nothing that excites me more than to realize that God would use me to just flow through me as a vessel to just speak the Word of God and speak truth. And uh, that's what we do. We just share the Word. So I encourage you to tune in. You can find that broadcast here on 94.1, 11 o'clock, Monday through Friday. And uh, so that's the podcast. And of course, the daily broadcast, the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. But there's something I want to bring to your attention, because it's getting closer and closer. uh, Along with broadcasting, and uh, I've been doing broadcasting for well over 20 years now. Actually, God brought me back to broadcasting. And um, I'm also a pastor. I pastor a church called Freedom Road Christian Ministry here in Tallahassee, uh, 720 Capital Circle Northeast in the Crescent Park Plaza you can find this heading down Capitol Circle if you're heading toward Park Avenue. you cross over Easterwood Drive, which is where you turn into Tom Brown Park there. So keep on going. You'll see our sign on the right-hand side of the road. FRCM.us is the website. We'd love to have you come worship with us. We've got, you've got plenty of time here this morning to get ready to go. You can listen to the rest of this broadcast and still have plenty of time to get to Freedom Road to us, uh, uh, join us for Sunday morning service. So I'm the pastor. I have the daily broadcast. I'm also a businessman, but I work with young people and have for many years and have have a history of working with camps and uh, conferences and uh, training for uh, leaders who lead youth. And um, 10 years ago, I founded a ministry Victory Mountain International Christian Ministry with two facets, broadcasting and youth. And under the youth is CYMI, which is Christian Youth Ministers International. This year will be our 10th youth camp down uh, in around Mayo or Brandon or Brayden. Anyway, <laughs> um, man, I'd love to have you send your young people. That would just be a blessing we, uh, this camp is from age 8 all the way up to 18. We run two camps side by side, a junior camp and a senior camp. And we teach the Word of God. We have great music, uh, lots of activities. I mean, we do the old-fashioned kind of camp. I mean, we have Bible dramas. We do Bible quizzing. Just have a lot of fun. But we do games during the day. We we play sports. We don't play football or basketball. That's where I mean. thing. we play Dodgeball, kickball, volleyball, and uh, actually the juniors played Newcomb. But anyway, I'd love to have you young people be a part of this. Um, $150 a person, and my goodness, they will be blessed. You can call me, air code 850-567-1703 for, to get more information. I have brochures to give you and posters, and uh, we'll get you all fixed up. So, July 18 through 22. It'll be here before you know it. That's why I'm making sure that you are aware. So, you're looking at the church, the triumphant, glorious church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I love it in the, in the Song of Solomon It describes it as a mighty army with banners. That's the church. But, the church has those who oppose it, and the Scripture talks about this again. Second Timothy four three, the Apostle Paul uses an expression that I've always found to be interesting. He talks about those who would be who would raise up, who would be raised up to oppose the church, and he describes them as being teachers with itching ears. And and I've thought about that over the years. What exactly does it mean, itching ears? But it says this, always learning, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. In other words, they've got all kinds of ideas, and they've got all kinds of thoughts, and a lot of times, they, they look at the church, and you've heard this. It's all you Christians, all you care about is money. <laughs> I hear this. I go, well, you don't live in my world, do you? Uh, <laughs> money. You're all about money. Are you all about do's and don'ts and all the things that you can't do? Interesting thing. Over the years, as a preacher of the gospel, my preaching changed uh, over a process of years. I used to be a, 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 a person who just uh, ran and raved and snorted, and, and I can still do that too, but I, I came to the conclusion that I'm not sure that I was really communicating so well, and the uh, I think in a lot of ways it was really just more about me than it was about presenting the gospel. And so I've altered a few things because here's what's important to me. I'm not as concerned about telling you all the do's and don'ts. Now it's not that I don't ever, because I do sometimes. (laughs) But what I'm more concerned about is your personal relationship With the Lord Jesus Christ and the Heavenly Father. In other words, if I can teach you about spiritual growth and spiritual development, spiritual awareness, to where your eyes become open and have an awareness that you are living in a spiritual world and there's spiritual activity taking place all around you, and that God is a spirit, the Holy Spirit is a spirit, you are a spirit, you are spiritual. And your spiritual man can connect with the spiritual God. You see, if I can bring you to that awareness, and as the Scripture says, I can get you to have a desire to walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Now, what does that mean? It's simply this. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. And the days of my life. And when the Holy Spirit is leading, then the sins <laughs> are gonna be something that's not as prevalent in my life. I know that um, we're not gonna come to the place to where we're never gonna sin again, but it won't be something that is just flippant, where we're just saying, ah, we don't care. Because the Holy Spirit is going to bring conviction in your life. And he's going to be doing that which is to cause you to want to be able to touch the heart of God. And you want to have a relationship with God. And you know that sin will separate you from God. It does. Scripture tells us this. Sin will separate you from God. However, we can confess our sins. And this is what John tells us in his epistle. He says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so that we might have a relationship with him based not upon our perfection or our ability to have perfection, but upon our desire to walk in the Spirit and to have a personal spiritual relationship with God that will lead me into all truth. But this is what he says about the itching ears. He says they will not endure sound doctrine. In other words, they will believe a lie, and that's where the itching ears comes from. And some of the things that you hear on the media—oh <laughs> my goodness! Sometimes I'm just blown away, just blown away. Just some of the things that I that I hear. People uh, excusing some of the terrible things that society does have just blown away. But they don't want to hear sound doctrine. They don't want to hear what the Word of God says because they're not focused on spiritual things. They're walking in a carnal world, in a carnal heart. They're following after their own lust, and they follow the teachers who have the itching ears. But you see, church, we have a blessed hope. And it doesn't matter whether or not you depart this earth before the Lord calls his church home or whether you are one of those who you go before the trumpet sounds. The Word of God says, the dead in Christ shall rise first. This is in First Thessalonians. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and then those of us who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds. See that's a part of our future. Listen to the tribute quartet. This and meeting in the middle of the air. Woo that's exciting. Jesus down on my knees at an altar where I got saved. Well, I'm alive and breathing, there would never be a meeting <laughs> like the meeting in the middle of the air. The, the thing about the Tribute Quartet, they're, they're saying pretty much what I've been telling you, except they just say it fast <laughs> as they're singing a the song and get a lot of content in that song. This is the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show I'm Pastor Jack King How you doing out there this morning Are you on your way to church I sure hope you are And I tell you what would be great this is if you were on your way to Freedom Road Freedom Road Christian Ministry that's where I pastor and uh, we just love to see you Love visitors just love visitors and uh, well you're invited You won't be a stranger because you know me. You see, the thing is, is that a lot of times people don't want to go to church because, oh, I don't know anybody there. Well, you know me, and we're old friends. I'm here every Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Saturday night, Monday through Friday. You can listen to me. You know my voice. Come worship with us. 720 Capital Circle Northeast, 1105 is our start time. Go to frcm.us to tell you all about Freedom Road Christian Ministry. Now, the church, we love the church. I love the church. I love being a part of the church. And I believe that the church is what God uses to bring truth into the world, through the voice of the preachers, to the voice of the music. But something that really uh, taught me something This is uh, several years back. We were going through a particular administration talking about the the President of the United States, and there was just a lot of things going on that was just bewildering, and uh, things that were happening that you go, wow, we've never had this happen before. (laughs) And then, seemingly, that... The people who were in charge could would just stand before the American public and just lie, just tell bald-faced lies, and you knew it was a lie, and they could do it so convincingly. We see, I'd always wondered through all of my years of being in the church and hearing about Antichrist and and how that the Antichrist was going to come and deceive the world, and all this is in the revelation you can read about it not just revelation but through scripture you read about how that uh, there will become this presence that will be inspired by the devil himself and he'll rise to national prominence and he will lead a revolution against god And uh, you read that in the Revelation, you go, how's that ever going to happen? People are not going to buy into that. Well, then this particular administration come along, I go, so that's how it's going to happen. Because people, they seem to be indifferent, just indifferent to things and just believe a lie. Well, we know that the enemy of God is a liar. We know that. And here we find Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11 tells us. Now, let me add to this and go back to where maybe you just started listening to this today. And I started off was Second Timothy chapter 3, 1 through 5, where it talks about a perilous time shall come. And then we talked about the teachers with the itching ears. And then Second Thessalonians 2, 11 talks about Strong delusion. But what's interesting is that the strong delusion is not necessarily coming from Satan. But God allowing strong delusion to come into the world. He says, why would he do that? Well, it's simply this, to separate the sheep from the goats. (laughs) Uh, You know, the thing is, I mean, even, even after the thousand-year reign, and I know that if you're not a, a reader of the Scripture, you say, what in the world is he talking about? But we call it the, the millennial reign. If you, if you read the, the Revelation, you read about the, after the devil is finally put in a position to where he no longer has effect to affect humanity. And that goes for a thousand years, and Jesus Christ is ruling. And he and it's just peace of the world. And then it says, and then Satan is released for a period of time. And that purpose of that is just so that people who who truly had a heart to serve God would stay faithful. But if the spirit of the devil has gotten in them, then they will rebel against God. And so God is looking for those who will serve him and will love him as indeed we need to love him. But we see we do this in the spiritual realm. And he says that during this time of strong delusion, there will be a falling away. From the church, it will be falling away from people' desires of spiritual things, and they don't have any any desire to follow truth. And the scripture says it will please them to do unrighteousness. Well, you say, "Well, Pastor King, there we go." Then again, like I said earlier, fifteen years ago, we'd have said the same thing because. Well, the truth of the matter is, is, there is a devil on the loose, but God's got him where he wants him. And uh, as a church, we just get excited over the reality that Scripture tells us that Jesus Christ is going to return. And there are people who are outside of the church who doesn't know anything about this and, and say, well, you Christians, you're all, you're all a bunch of silly people. But we read the Scripture, and we know what the Scripture says, and we do believe in resurrection power. Because resurrection power is demonstrated to us in the Scripture beginning with Enoch. You remember? Enoch, he said, he he says he walked with God and he was not. Elijah. And then, of course, uh, Jesus Christ himself. Lazarus brought back from the dead. And even on the day of the crucifixion and the death of Jesus Christ, you read the book of Matthew, it'll tell you that there were others or people who came out of the grave on that day, on the resurrection day, the power of resurrection was so strong and so intense. People literally came out of the graves. Matthew tells us about it in his gospel. And they were going into the city. is to visit the relatives. So we have biblical uh, accounts of the power of resurrection. And the scripture says that the church, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, is with the shout of the archangel, the church is going to arise. We call that the rapture of the church. And it's a powerful time <laughs> Listen to the hoppers They're waiting For Jesus To come by. Up there where saints will shout and sing Up there where saints will shout and sing Hallelujah! That's the Hoppers here on the uh, Gospel on the Radio broadcast every Sunday morning here on ninety-four point one. We talk about the church, and I've been laying it on you today because I'm talking about the church, the Jesus Christ, the Bride of Christ, the one that He's going to call home, and that's what the Uh, the hoppers were singing about because they were talking about I'm longing for Jesus to come back. But Scripture tells us perilous times, perilous times are going to come. There'll be teachers with itching ears and there's going to be a strong delusion where people are going to want to believe a lie. And uh, the thing is, is to many, they have no regard for the church are the things of God. and uh, 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul talks about the natural man. He says, the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit. And there's your contrast there. There's your contrast. He says, the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit. And earlier, I was talking about how that if we walk in the Spirit, truly walk in the Spirit, then we're going out of the realm of the natural man and we're going into the spiritual man. And we're, and we're building our, our, our spiritual faith and our spiritual awareness. And we don't find ourselves being caught up in the strong delusion and all the things of the world because our desire is to grow in the spiritual man and to walk in the spirit. And it says, to those who are outside of faith, it says these things are foolishness to them. It says all of this stuff, that they, they see a person who who's trying to walk in the Spirit and tries to do things right, and they look at him and they say, well, you're, you're just foolish. You're missing out on so much. And I said, no, I'm not missing out on anything. My heart's desire is to walk in the Spirit, and I am so blessed that uh, sometimes I just can't even contain it because God has blessed me so much because he loves me and he desires to bless me. But you see, Scripture says the spiritual things are, the spiritu- are spiritually discerned. In other words, you're only going to receive it through the spiritual realm. And anything else will just be carnal and says, well, I want to try my best to, to live my best. Well, that's, that's great, but it's better to just walk in the Spirit and allow the Spirit to show you truth and to show you that which is pleasing to the Lord and uh, let the Holy Spirit become the instructor, the teacher, the one who will lead you and guide you into that which pleases God and does not please God. Because here's something interesting. Again, I found this in the Scripture. It says that when it's all said and done, the saints, the saints are going to judge the earth. He <laughs> said, what? What? What did I just hear? Read it in the Scripture. Saints, the saints will judge the earth. You see, and I've often been intrigued by this this whole thing called eternal life. What all is going to take place in the realm of eternal life? And I used to think, well, let's just die and go into heaven. We'll sit around the crystal sea and we'll just praise the Lord. Okay, but uh, from what I read in Scripture, there's a whole lot more to it than that. There are positions of responsibility and there's... Coming and going, and there's things happening in heaven. And uh, exactly the position that you will obtain will be directly related to your life and how you live it here. (laughs) That's a powerful, powerful thing to think about now. I mean, just think about this. That we are, you remember, the, the scripture says, lay up treasures. Left treasures in heaven where moth and rust does not corrupt. You see, that's all a part of Scripture. So, the saints shall judge the earth. This every man's work will be judged. Now listen to this. We're talking about walking in the Spirit. Scripture says that you You, spiritual man, you, spiritual woman, you are the temple. You are the temple that the Spirit dwells in you. (laughs) Woo! Wow! The Spirit dwells in you because you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So you see this strong delusion, perilous times. See, none of that really will affect you if your heart is to walk with the Spirit. And I'm not saying the temper is not gonna come, because he does. He will come, and he will try his best to steal your heart away. And I have used that expression many, many times in counseling people. I said, look, you gotta guard your own heart. I've had times in, in ministry where uh, something would happen, and I'd, I might feel hurt or betrayed or, or whatever, and I said, oh, I can't allow myself to get caught up in anything petty like uh, jealousy or anything like uh, holding a grudge against somebody. I can't allow any of those things to happen because I've got to guard my heart because if I allow those things to come into my heart and my spirit, then I am sidelined from ministry because I can't stand before God as a ministry of the Holy Spirit as a minister of the Holy Spirit and say God use me when there's things in my heart to where I have not dealt with and I have not forgiven so I have to guard my heart and we all have to guard our hearts so that we can walk in the spirit and not allow ourselves to get caught up in these carnal things that will steal away our heart Because keep this in mind. The scripture says that in the moment in the twinkling of an eye the Lord may come. The scripture tells us that even Christ himself did not know when this was going to take place. Only the Father. He says only the Father knows. It's a day and hour no no man knows. But he says in the moment in the twinkling of an eye the Lord's going to call his church home. And, of course, when that happens, that's going to usher in a time in history. <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't want to be here in those days. Listen to Gold City. Oh, it's So rejoice in your soul, because, yes, it's under control. Thank the Lord, hallelujah. Father God, we're thankful, we're just so thankful today, the Lord God, that the Scripture teaches us so many things, that we can prepare our hearts for the things to come, because we desire to walk in the Spirit. Father God, teach us, teach us how to walk in your Spirit. And, Father God, I pray today over our churches, our pastors, Father God, that the Spirit of God would move across the land. Lord, I pray for each and every one who's tuned into this broadcast today, Father God, a blessing on their lives, a blessing on their families. And, Father God, a heart to speak truth and to receive in their soul spiritual things. And, Father God, I pray today for our country, And, Lord, I pray for peace around the world. And I pray, God, for peace in the city of Jerusalem and in the nation of Israel. Father God, these things I pray in Jesus' name. And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.